Hello, if there's anyone listening. I was just playing Stardew Valley for a while. It's a game on different, it's on like a console and PC and mobile also. Um, a lot of people don't like the mobile version, but I actually like it the best. However, they don't have the latest update on mobile yet, so I was playing on my husband's computer. And, um, so I, uh, in the game you're basically, um, it's a farming game, but there's like also combat elements and, um, some other stuff like, uh, There's, like, villagers that you have relationships with and stuff. Basically, the whole premise is that your grandfather dies and leaves you this farm, and then at some point you get tired of your office job in the city, and you go um, move out to the country to live on his old farm and kind of get it up and running again. um, Anyway, it's one of my favorite games. Um, Not that I'm a huge gamer, but... Um, yeah, so, um, it's really, it can be really relaxing and just kind of wholesome. Um, although some of the villagers do have some dark backstories if you go to the trouble of getting to know them. There's, like, a homeless guy and two alcoholics and, um, a veteran with PTSD and... Um, there's the mayor's, like, having an affair with one of the townspeople, but it doesn't really make any sense because he's not married or anything, so I don't understand why he keeps it a secret, but he does, and at one point you have to retrieve his underwear from her bedroom as part of a quest, and, uh, yeah, I guess these are all spoilers, (laughs) I probably should have, um, said that, but, like, they're not, they're not huge spoilers, I guess. It's kind of just a good escape because there's a lot of different stuff you can do in it. And, um, it's not, it's not that hard. Um, like the combat stuff can be kind of frustrating if it's not working out, but you don't have to focus on that. Um, yeah, there's a community center that you have to rebuild, and then that's, like, kind of the main objective of the game, is to rebuild this community center. Because there's, like, a big box store trying to move into town. Well, they have moved into town. And they're prices are like, I don't know if they're actually lower, but like basically it's a big box store that's moving into town and taking away business from all the local businesses and stuff. So if you, um, rebuild the community center, then somehow that like helps the local businesses and it drives the big box store out of town somehow. I don't really know exactly how that works, but, um, maybe that's a spoiler too. I don't know. Sorry. (laughs) Um, yeah, 
so I have in the game that I'm playing right now, because like I've played it a few different times, a few different characters, a few different farms that you can choose from, a few different farms. And in the game that I'm playing right now, I've already I've completed the community center, and um, right now I'm working on getting all of the artifacts for the museum, because as you travel around, um, you find artifacts in different places, and you can donate them to, mu to the museum, and eventually you'll complete the whole collection, like you'll have found all the artifacts and the museum will be full. I don't really actually know what happens when you complete the museum, I just always wanted to, and I never have been able to. Um, I've always been able to community, um, complete the community center, but, um, that's like kind of the main objective, so it's definitely doable, but the museum, the museum is a bit harder because like you keep finding artifacts and everything, but it's not necessarily the ones that you need. And some of them you can only find in certain places and some of them are rarer than others. So it can be a little bit challenging, um, but I'm not missing that many. I think like maybe four or five I think I have left. Um, yeah, so that's how that is. I wasn't I wasn't like necessarily intending on playing it tonight. Um, but I just kind of got tired of doing the dishes. Uh, they're I don't know if I'm going to finish them tonight. <laughs> I haven't really been finishing the dishes lately. I've just been doing most of them every night. Um, yeah. Uh, you can you can judge me for that if you want. I'm, I'm a filthy slob. So I, I know that about myself. So I... Uh, yeah. Um, Although I have to say, I was not like that when I lived with roommates. I'll just put it that way. Now that I'm married to the person I'm married to, well, actually, before we were married, once we moved in together, <laughs> I mysteriously became more of a slob. Uh, so interpret that as you will. Um, yeah, so um, I was thinking about... Um, why kind of like I find podcasts like this helpful to get to sleep or just podcasts where people are talking. I guess that's what a podcast usually is. But um, I was remembering like kind of where it started. And when I was a kid, I used to have a, uh, a lot of trouble getting to sleep. And um, one night I would just like be really like nervous at night. Like I think I was just like one of those really... I keep yawning. For some reason, it's not even my bedtime yet. Um, I was one of those kids that's kind of, you know, a little anxious. Um, a little. <laughs> and I had trouble getting to sleep, but I remember one night, uh, my parents had some friends over, and they were talking kind of loudly downstairs, but obviously it wasn't loud for me because I was upstairs. It just meant that I could hear them 
like talking and I found that it really put me at ease to just hear people talking and it was easier for me to get to sleep um, uh, listening to that. Even I don't even know if I could hear what they were saying at all. Um, but after that, I kind of got the idea to listen to the radio to fall asleep and that started a lifelong love of the... Spoken, no, <laughs> the sp spoke audio spoken entertainment industry, <laughs> radio and podcasts. I guess podcasts weren't a thing back then. Um, but yeah, I'd, I would listen to CBC Radio, which is Canada's probably Canada's main radio station. I don't know if we have any other radio stations that broadcast throughout the country, but yeah, um, so I would listen to CBC radio mainly, uh, cause that's mostly talking, uh, and there was a couple of shows that I liked in particular. I think my favorite, which is not on anymore, was called Between the Covers, and it was a radio show where they basically played audiobooks. Um, like each episode they would play like probably an hour, I don't know, probably an hour of an audiobook. And they would just go through these books, these Canadian books. Um and I think like before playing the before and after like playing the the uh chapter or the hour of audiobook, the um host would talk a little bit about the book and the author and all of that stuff. And so, like, they would just go episode by episode until they finished the book, and then they would start another one, and it was all Canadian literature. And, um, so that was, um, that was, uh, one of my favorite programs. And another one that I liked, um, which is still on, actually, I found out, uh, this morning. Um, not this morning, because right now is this morning, actually. It's, 5.24 a.m. Um, one that I found out is still on um, with the same host and everything, actually. Um, it's called Writers and Company. And the host is a woman named Eleanor Wachtel. And she has just, like, the most amazing voice. Um, the way she talks is just, like, so soothing. Like, it's, it's, like, just, it, yeah, it's at another level. Um, so if you wanted to check that out, also, that, like, that might be something you enjoy. If you enjoy soft-spoken kind of, um, things, I don't know, it, it helped me sleep, and I actually, um, I found out that it was still on because I decided to look it up. The, um, yesterday morning when I was going to bed and um, I found that it was still on and of course now CBC makes podcasts out of all of their radio programs I'm pretty sure um, and so that was that's also a podcast now um, crazy like to think that 
the same person was hosting it back when podcasts were not even a thing. Um, and they've been a thing for quite a few years now. Um, but needless to say, I became a fan of podcasts way before they really were much of a thing. Like it was back when they were kind of this new weird thing that were, that people were doing and no one really like listened to them. I mean, obviously people listened to them or else they wouldn't be happening, but they weren't like that popular. And if like you mentioned them, like not everybody knew what a podcast was. And anyway, um, it wasn't even clear they were really going to take off as a thing, but they really have. But I liked, like, I was into podcasts, like, from the very beginning just because I was uh, so into radio and um, talk radio. Uh, and so then with the podcasts, I could download episodes um, and not have to wait until they were on and listen to them when they were on. Um, and that was really good for getting to sleep because... Um, the podcasts that would get me to sleep weren't always on when I wanted to go to sleep. So that was pretty great. Um, podcasts, like, honestly, have been, like, such a major, like, important part of my life. I know that sounds really weird, but, like, um, I would, like, this was back in... When I started to listen to podcasts, it was back in high school, so um, would have been probably around twenty. Gosh, I get so mixed up about the years. When did I graduate high school? I honestly don't remember. I think it was. So this was, would have probably been back in, like, 2010 that I started listening to podcasts. Maybe earlier than that. Um, anyway, so they've been kind of a huge part of my life. Um, at first it was just the CBC ones, but um, then eventually, like, as more and more podcasts started to become a thing, I had discovered more of them. And... I always had, like, a ton of podcasts I was listening to at any one time so that I would never not have anything to listen to. Um, some of my other favorites over the years have been Risk. Risk has probably been overall my favorite podcast over the years. Um, definitely not something you're want, you want to fall asleep to. It's um, very kind of um, edgy, raunchy, intense stories by people about their lives. Some of them are funny, some of them are sad, some of them are just kind of unbelievable. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a, it's a true storytelling pod podcast, but a lot, a lot more. Um, uh, there's a lot less limitations on what people, like, there's really no... Um, no holds barred, really, on what people can talk about on there. And it really, like, shows you kind of how many different kinds of people there are out there, how many different kinds of ways of living your life there are, um, how not alone you might be in certain experiences. Um, 
you know, it just really opens, it's really an eye-opening kind of show to listen to. So that's probably one of my overall, it's probably my overall favorite over the years. And, um, yeah, uh, right now, I mean, Gilmore Guys has also been one of my favorites, like, I guess I'd have to say that because I'm actually on my third listen of that podcast. I've never really gone out of my way to re-listen to a podcast like all the way through before, but I've done that already with Gilmore Guys and I'm now doing it a second time. Um, So Gilmore Guys is a show about the TV show Gilmore Girls, which was around back in the early 2000s. And, um, and recently there was kind of like a, not a reboot of it, but like, um, it was like a limited series of like what, but it took, it took place like with time having passed. So it wasn't like picking up right where the show left off. It was like. I don't know how many years later, however many years the show was cancelled, I can't remember. Um, at, at least like 10 years later. Um, so there's that, and that's all on Netflix. The t- the original show and the, um, the kind of new series. Uh, it's just got four episodes in it. Um, and I'm not sure that they're going to follow up on it, because um, what had happened was the original showrunners... Um, were, I don't know, they, they left the show over, like, contract issues, so they never actually got to finish it the way that they intended, but with this series, they, they were the ones that made the series, so they were able to kind of, like, work in the plot points, I think, that they wanted, um, to hit in the ending of the original series, which they didn't get to end themselves. Um... Anywho, yeah, so, um, Gilmore Guys is an excellent podcast about the Gilmore Girls, um, and both of those, both the podcast and the show are very, like, I don't know, they're just, like, really nice, like, kind of, it's hard because, like, the vibe is not, like, I can't really compare it to anything. It's, like, but, like, it takes place in a small town, and there's, like, all these characters, like, that are just kind of, like, funny town characters, and it's about a mother and a daughter, and, um, like, there's some intense episodes and stuff, but, like, it's generally kind of, like, very lighthearted a lot of the time, and, um, just like it's a cozy show it's a cozy show so Gilmore Guys is also like a really nice lighthearted, like feel good listen um if you want to um if you're looking for something like that um and they're very funny um very very funny um sometimes without meaning to be kind of sometimes a lot of the times especially Kevin, one of, there's two hosts, um, Kevin and Demi, 
Kevin often just like stumbles into like a joke. <laughs> like it's uh, yeah, he's pretty hilarious. Um, so uh, yeah, so that's been one of my favorites as well. And anyway, um, yesterday morning I was just thinking about writers and company, and I thought I wonder if that's still on. And I found the podcast, and I thought because I've been listening to. Sometimes I'll listen to a little bit of, like, a talk podcast um, for a bit before bed, and sometimes I fall asleep during it, but then other times I end up having to switch to, like, white noise or um, nature sounds or something like that. Um, um, yeah, so, uh, and I've been listening to a lot of Sleep With Me as well, which I think I mentioned um, in episode one. Um, so, uh, yeah, so I wasn't sure, um, if I was going to really listen to the whole episode or what. I just, as soon as I turned it on, uh, as soon as I turned it on and heard her voice, I was like, oh my gosh, like, like, she's just a pleasure to listen to and she's a really good interviewer and... I don't know. She's just really good. Um, so yeah. And like I ended up falling asleep and like to the point where you don't even know you're falling asleep. Like I, at no point did I have the thought, oh, I'm, I think I'll end up falling asleep while listening to this. I just fell asleep. And later I woke up and I was like, did I finish that episode? Did I switch to a different podcast? Like what happened? I guess I must've fallen asleep because I don't remember. So I did fall asleep to it, um, just like the old days there, and, um, so that might be one of my go-tos now, uh, once again. Um, I am gonna try to publish this podcast three times a week for a little while. Um, I probably won't be able to keep that up, that sounds, like, pretty ambitious, but I do only work part-time right now, so... I think I'll probably be able to do it. Um, some podcasts might only be a half an hour. Other ones I might tack on a little bit of um, ambient sound to the end and it might be a little bit longer. The first episode I said I was going to, um, that there was going to be some kind of ambient noise at the end of it and I totally forgot to put it there. So, um yeah, I, I, listening to, back to the episodes, I'm really unsure, um, if all of the noises that I'm putting in are pleasant for people to hear, so if anyone has any feedback about that, let me know. I think everybody has different tastes in terms of ASMR or just in terms of, like, sounds that we enjoy and stuff, um, so I, you know, I have no idea. It says on my analytics that I had two downloads for my first episode, but I don't, I kind of am skeptical about that. I'm wondering if somehow like I downloaded it twice, but I don't think I did. I'm not really sure, but like, I'm just, I'm skeptical about those two downloads. I'm like, did two people really download my first episode that quickly? I don't think so. But, um, yeah, I mean, I probably won't be able to do every like everything it's not like yeah um 
um, yeah um, so if you have any feedback about that let me know um, say if there are two people listening to this podcast you might disagree about something in which case I wouldn't be able to please both of you um, I don't really, I don't want to be playing noises and sounds that kind of irritate people or, like, make people stressed out or anything like that. Um, just because I enjoy a sound doesn't mean that you do. Um, and I wasn't really sure about the changing of volume either, like, I feel like the volume changes a lot, and sometimes there are long silences. Um, I try to I clip out the, the, the really long ones, but I'm not sure, like, how long of a silence is too long of a silence for this type of podcast. I don't want it to be like, I stop talking, someone's falling asleep, and then when I start talking again, it startles them awake. I don't want that, so, um, I'm gonna try and keep up a good pace while I'm talking, um, while not, like, sounding overly elevated as we in the profession might call it. Um, by profession, I mean social work, not podcasting. <laughs> um, well, the sun's coming out, and I feel like it looks like the sky has like just the slightest pinkish tint to it right now. And, like, I can't tell if it's cloudy, because it's kind of like a a grayish blue, so I can't tell if that's actually the sky or if that's clouds, but it makes the, um, like, the, the, the part of the sky that's kind of pinkish, like, parts of it look almost purple, and I'm looking at it through all the branches of all of these trees, so it's a really interesting image, and then through the branches of all the trees is a street light, and then in the background of the street light is the sky. So, I I really like the view um, off of my balcony. Um, yeah, this apartment isn't ideal, but um, there's a few things I really like about it, and that's one of them. a couple that lives um, one street over so that their house is right behind our apartment building and our balcony looks right over into their yard and they have like a beautiful vegetable garden with a few flowers and stuff and just a beautiful, a beautiful backyard that they plant stuff in every spring and it's uh, a really nice view um, a lot of apartment buildings in the city don't have that, that nice of a view. Um, so we're really lucky. And it's a pretty sizable balcony, too. It's it's pretty it's um, pretty spacious. Uh, I mean, not like penthouse size, but like, you know, on a scale of apartment balconies, it's like on the larger end of non-fancy apartments. Um... So we have, like, a small table and chairs, like a small patio table and uh, chairs out there, and um, and 
three or four big flower pots, which I used a couple of years ago to grow some sweet potatoes. And I've had this tradition now for two years in a row, so it's not really, I don't know if it's a tradition, but two years in a row now, I've planted sweet potatoes. And they've grown beautifully, and then I just never harvest them. <laughs> I always intend to, and I just never get around to it. And then the winter comes, and obviously they're not harvestable after that. But that's okay. They're nice while they last, and um, I don't know if we could really eat that many sweet potatoes anyway. I mean, now that we have a kid, we can, because he does like sweet potatoes, and sometimes it's it's handy to just uh, put them in a like cook them and put them in a food processor, and then freeze them in a ice cube tray, and then like all you have to do is pop out like a few cubes and stick it in the microwave for dinner and he likes that so maybe I should continue the tradition this spring and actually harvest them this time now it kind of looks like there's stripes I bet like I could see kind of it's probably a cloud formation of some kind but it's hard to see through all the tree branches but it looks like there's almost like blue and pink or purple and pink stripes in the sky. I'm hoping I'll also get better at keeping my vocal fry to a minimum. I've looked up a couple of tips on how to do that. Um, but I think it's going to take a little bit of practice. Um, and a little bit of li listening back to episodes to notice kind of when it's happening. Although, while I was listening to Eleanor Wachtel this morning, I did notice that she had just the tiniest, tiniest bit of vocal fry at the end of her sentences, because she kind of gets a little deeper and lower at the end of her sentences. And that's one of the nice things about listening to her. So maybe a little tiny bit of vocal fry isn't so bad, but I think... An an excess of it is not um, ideal. Yeah, the sky is just getting even more vivid. Even more pink and bluish purple. It's really pretty. Maybe I'll take a picture of it. Oh yeah, it's really pretty. So that's about it, I think, for today, and um, hopefully I'll be able to get this episode out tomorrow, no, yes, no, no, the day after. I'll hopefully be able to get this episode out on Friday. I'd like to do Monday, Wednesday, Friday for a while until I get too busy, um, and then I'll probably have to cut down. Um, yeah, so hopefully uh, I'll be able to edit this episode and have it out on Friday. Um, yeah. If there is anyone listening, thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. Um, okay. Have a good night. <laughs>